Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I've literally never voted for a Republican in my entire life. I would never vote for Donald Trump, and I don't know of a Republican right now that I would consider voting for. But right now, Michigan has a Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer, and I need you to understand that I have begged this woman for months and months and months on end to release a man named Michael Thompson from prison who was arrested on a weed charge 26 years ago. I have begged her personally. I have called her. I've emailed her. Attorneys have done the same thing. I have talked to the lieutenant governor. And now Michael, who is nearly 70 years old, is struggling in prison during a coronavirus pandemic. And we need a Democrat to actually do something. So it's great that we elect people in power who we say are supposed to represent us. But now we have somebody who's in power and we're saying, please, can you have some mercy on a man who's been in prison for 26 years over a weed charge? Let me unpack and explain his case we're going to get back on it. Many of you who've listened to the breakdown before know that this case means a lot to me. We've talked about it before. We've made phone calls before, but now it's urgent. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. Twenty-six years ago, with Bill Clinton still in his first term as president. Michael Thompson, and I need you to understand this, who was 42 years old at the time. He wasn't a kid. Not that being in prison for 26 years when you're a kid is any different. But Michael Thompson was 42 years old and sold some weed to an old friend. It was a harmless transaction. That's it. That's the crime Michael Thompson committed. Except it turned out that his old friend had become a police informant and police were using Michael's old friend to set up anybody and everybody they could. Michael, of course, had no idea that his friend was working for the police, sold the weed to his friend and got arrested. This exchange of weed, of marijuana for money. It didn't take place in Michael's home, but police used the moment as an excuse to later raid Michael's home. And when they did so, again, this is all the way back in 1994, 
they found an antique gun in a safe along with a handgun that belonged to his wife. Mind you, Michael didn't have these guns on him when he sold the weed. He wasn't even at the house when he sold it. So you can't say he committed a drug crime with a firearm. But police and prosecutors packaged the weed and the guns together like they were one big crime and ultimately sentenced Michael to 40 to 60 years in prison, which is basically a life sentence for a 42-year-old man. And they never look back. That was 26 years ago. Now, the sentence for having unregistered guns in your home would have been one to two years at most. Some people get probation for such a thing. It's a victimless crime. Michael didn't use the guns in a crime. The guns were just in his home. You get one to two years for that. The sentence for selling the weed typically would have been a few years. Marijuana is now legal in Michigan. A harsh sentence for Michael Thompson selling weed to his friends and then later, under very suspicious circumstances, getting arrested or getting charged with guns in the home. The the warrant in that case is very suspect. But a harsh sentence for Michael in that case would have been four to five years. Ten years would have been excessive. Fifteen years would have been extreme. Twenty years would have been outrageous. We're now at 26 years. This is a human rights violation. I speak to Michael on the phone regularly, and he's struggling. He's a senior citizen, and prison ages you in dog years. A year in prison with horrible sleep on a cheap mattress, with the worst food in the country. Entire meals sometimes cost less than a dollar per person to make. And being under and living under the constant threat of violence with the worst health care imaginable. A single year in prison is hard time. Michael is at 26 years. He has underlying, several underlying health conditions, including diabetes and respiratory problems that now put him at grave risk with the threat of the coronavirus sweeping across America's jails and prisons. And one person could set Michael free right now, no questions asked, and that's Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. She's a Democratic Party superstar and is constantly mentioned as a possible vice presidential candidate of Joe Biden, and she has the power right now to release him. I want to tell you what I've done. I want to tell you what she hasn't done right after the break. Listen, everybody in the country, in the world right now, is under a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety. Or maybe you're even struggling with chronic pain or you're having trouble sleeping. Whatever it is, whatever your struggle is, and I have a little bit of all of those things, I was searching for anything that would help. Then I discovered a company called Feels. It's a premium CBD that's delivered directly to your doorstep. It helps me get better rest at night. It helps with chronic pain. 
I've had several major surgeries on my back and have right now several ruptured discs in my neck. Feels always has me feeling my best every single day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash king, and you'll get 50% off of your first order with free shipping. Listen, let me spell it for you. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash king to become a member and you get 50% automatically taken off of your first order and free shipping. That's feels.com slash king. Hey, listeners of The Breakdown, I'm Micah, the social media manager for The North Star, and I'm bringing you today's Woman Crush Wednesday. Every week, The North Star excitedly highlights amazing women of color who are breaking barriers and making the world a better place as part of its Woman Crush Wednesday series. This week's Trailblazers award-winning journalist, Ilya Calderon. Ilya, who's Afro-Latina, worked her way up the journalism industry to become the first black woman to host Columbia's national news program in the late 1990s. The tenacious reporter soon found herself working for Telemundo before moving on to the largest Spanish language network, Univision, in 2007. At Univision, Elia conducted one of her most widely seen interviews with KKK Grand Wizard Chris Baker. Despite enduring disgusting racist language from Baker, Elia bravely stood her ground and told him that her skin color does not define her. In 2017, Elia made history when she became the first Afro-Latina to anchor an evening newscast from the major broadcast network when she joined Noticiero Univision with Jorge Ramos. Earlier this year, Ilya joined CNN's Jake Tapper and Dana Bash to co-host the 11th Democratic presidential debate. For all her dedication to breaking down barriers for black Hispanics and her hard work in the field of journalism, we salute Ilya. To learn more about Ilya and why we're crushing on her and her amazing work, be sure to check out at the North Star Media on Instagram. For nearly a year now, I have personally begged Gretchen Whitmer over and over and over again to please set Michael Thompson free. He poses no public safety risk to society. He never has. He is an old man now. He's been a model citizen in prison. He's been a mentor to other incarcerated men for decades. And while Michael has been in prison, I need you to understand this. Men who were convicted of rape and murder have come in, served their entire sentence, and been released. Men who actually shot people during drug deals were then caught with the gun that they used for the crime, have come into the prison that Michael is in, served their time, and left. Michael has seen prison guards come in, serve their entire career, and retire all while he's been in prison. It's an abomination. I've called Gretchen Whitmer. I've emailed Gretchen Whitmer. I've sent her mail. I've sent her letters and packages. I have pleaded with her friends. I have begged her staff. I spoke to the lieutenant governor and nothing. And I am left at this point to conclude that Gretchen Whitmer doesn't care. She wants Michael Thompson to suffer. Because as governor... She could release him today. He's served 26 years in prison for a nonviolent drug crime. 
But let me tell you what I actually think is happening. I've seen Democrats do what I think Gretchen Whitmer is doing right now. I've seen them do it for generations. When I started fighting for Michael to be released, Gretchen Whitmer wasn't necessarily in the national spotlight. She hadn't yet been given the opportunity to give the Democratic response to the State of the Union that she gave this past January. She wasn't rumored to be on the shortlist for VP. But now that she is, she's doing what all Democrats think they have to do to look tough. She's sparing nobody. My governor in New York, Andrew Cuomo, is basically doing the same thing. When her star began to rise, my heart began to sink. I told friends and colleagues that what I thought would happen is exactly what's happening. She'd freeze. She'd be so careful on every single decision that she'd stop making decisions like this one altogether. And here we are. Over the past few weeks, Michael's attorneys and advocates have started to ask her to release him just to prevent him from catching the coronavirus in prison where he would likely die if he contracted it. Still, as we see governors and district attorneys and mayors release people from jail and prison all over the country, still from Gretchen Whitmer, nothing. Crickets. And it's heartbreaking because we celebrate electing Democrats and we cheer. We put them there. But here we are. We elected a Democrat in Michigan as governor. Here we are. She's in office, secure as ever, approval ratings as high as ever, and she won't use her power to help a man in need. It's frustrating. It's maddening because it's been spelled out. Now, somebody could say, well, Sean, she's got a lot to do. We've been asking her for over a year. And before I started asking her, people had been pleading with her for years. People were pleading with the the governor before her. What are we waiting on? Please release this man. Do what you were elected to do. Represent the people you were elected to represent and release Michael Thompson from prison. He has served 26 years. Your state cannot afford to continue wasting its money having people like Michael in prison when he poses no safety risk. In fact, he's only a liability to the state and to public safety in prison. Why is he there? What's the purpose other than cruel and unusual punishment? Listen, I've got to run. We're going to develop some action steps for Michael in the days ahead. But I need you to understand this story so we can continue fighting again to free Michael Thompson. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break, 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 break.